0: Hi, and welcome to my Independence Report, the podcast that no one listens to except me. Since no one's listening, I have the freedom to say what's in my heart and to create anything I want. <laughs> How good is that? At least for me. So now I'm going to present new ideas, thoughts and comments on past and current events, stories from my job, of you from the seat, as well as the best of, episodes from the various shows I did in the past, and even stories about life between lives called Death Isn't Real. So since no one really knows about this podcast, I might as well get started. And oh, by the way, thanks for not listening. Hey there, and welcome to my independence report for this episode. And what we're going to do today is to reach back into the archives of Positive Talk Radio And we are going to introduce you to a gal by the name of Maria, who is an Aussie and a wonderful young lady and also an NLP expert. What is NLP, you ask? Neurolinguistic programming is a science that was developed in the mid-70s, and it is designed to help you gain better control of your life and the things that are going on around you and i don't know all that much about it so i'm not going to sit here and tell you about it so what we're going to do is to play this interview and i hope you enjoy it it's a lot of fun eric and i have fun with her she is an extraordinarily great young lady and i hope that you'll enjoy the the episode so with that here is maria eric and i talking about nlp Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. My name is Kevin McDonald, and we were just talking about about stuff during the break, and we were talking about uh, um, my Y pies from from my Y restaurant over in Ballard, one of our that favorite places. Great
1: Australian bite, mate.
0: Yeah, that it, was good. It is. Yeah. yeah, you did a fine job. Simply fine. <laughs> okay, I know. that was
1: a bit of Cockney. <laughs> I know it.
0: Sorry, two lumps with that tea. <laughs> I love it. Actually, I do a good... <laughs> never mind. Um, um, no, my wife is an is a Australian restaurant that's over in Ballard. Hmm. And, um, Very good pavlova. They do. And,
1: and I have never been there.
0: And you have never been I there?
1: I didn't even know it, it existed, so I'm going to have to get on my horse and get over there. go on over
0: and yeah. have the Tucker's box.
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> have you been to Australia, Eric?
0: No. Oh. Have a what? The Tucker's box.
1: Tucker it's... means food in Australia. Like, what do you want yeah. for Tucker?
0: You're kidding. Yeah.
1: Here's some tucker for you, mate.
0: Where'd that come from?
1: I don't know. I'll ask my dad. He knows all those things. (laughs) You wouldn't understand him, though, if my dad was here. He'd be like, what did he just say?
0: (laughs) Australians have some great slang. What do they call a telephone Uh, in Australia?
1: The ringer? The blower?
0: The blower. (laughs) The blower? (laughs) That's that's great.
1: Yeah. You want it on the blower. (laughs) You want it on the blower. And my dad calls the TV the idiot box.
0: Uh, well, that that's aptly named, or the boob tube in this. Or the country. boob tube, the You guys call the
1: boob tube. Yes. Boob tube, yeah.
0: Yes, and uh, I don't know why we call it that. No. Um, so, so what are some of the bar slang over there?
1: Bar slang? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I never. Oh, remember. please. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, there's, I can't. You know, a lot of the bar slang is probably not really something that you could say. <laughs> well, let's, let's see if he
0: hits the button. <laughs> And and dumps you. No. Uh, Yeah, really. Uh,
1: I'll be the first person bleeped off the show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about Maria. Um, You are a very gifted person. And how did you end up here from Australia, by the way?
1: Well, actually, uh, when I was 15, I was an exchange student and I went to high school for a year. In Kirkland, and uh, that really is when everything started for me because I just loved being here. And I was in a high school that was just huge. I was in a the high school I was in in Australia was five hundred students, and I go to a school with three thousand students.
0: What school did you go to?
1: Lake Washington High School.
0: It was the second best school on the east side.
1: Mm, the first
0: being, of course, Juanita High. Mm, uh, uh which Did you go there or something? I graduated from one oh. year high. High was the f- part of the first graduating class. And I was also a member of the football team. And we used to kick that can of Lake Washington oh. every
1: time. Now, you know, the mascot of Lake Washington High School is, is a-, a kangaroo. Yes. So I didn't know that. So when I got to the school, there's the uh, the kangaroo. I was like, what? they got a kangaroo as a mascot? Who does that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> In Australia, it's kind of like a big rat, right? Um,
1: No, we respect them. The big yeah. reds, we respect. The gray ones, we're shooting. A lot of just because they're pests, so but the red ones, we the big, big red ones, we love them,
0: but the little ones are are, well, they're a little
1: pesty, and so they've they're really um they've bred quite a lot, so um, there we have. I don't really want to talk about it because I think it would be upsetting to hear that we have kangaroo cullings, and um, you know, we go and swap, you know, swipe them out when we can. Because they actually ruin the the um, farmers' land and fences and things like that, and there is a we have too many of them.
0: Well, anything that ever or everything needs to be in balance, and exactly. in control, mm-hmm. or they will just take over until because they don't have any natural predators over there, do they? Yeah, or, do, or do, I mean, other than people.
1: Actually, I'll tell you a great story. Yes. Where I'm from, um, where is in the Central Victoria area, and there's been sightings of pumas, or you call them pumas, is that right? Did a, I say that right?
0: What's a puma? A I puma. thought I thought it was a shoe.
1: Oh, they It's the like the a cat. C-
0: a little cougar, like a mountain lion. Really? The puma? You never heard of that? No, do they live here? What yeah. country are you from?
1: <laughs> I I'm actually
0: from a small home in Kent. Uh, so <laughs> okay. so don't well, get out much.
1: Apparently in the 40s the Americans came out there during the war and brought out the mascot of a puma and they let them loose in the in the Bush land, uh-huh. where I'm from. Well, there's been sightings, you know, and uh, and my brother's actually seen um, a puma, and so, but no one's actually gotten a photo. It's one of those, um, you know, Bigfoot deals. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, but we have other we have other other predators. Yeah. yeah In fact, we like a dingo. Dingoes.
0: Now, those things are nasty.
1: Yes. Well, yes, they are. Yeah. I think you, you could if you raise them, they're fine. They're a good good dog.
0: Are they a good dog? Yeah. If, if but can... the
1: dingo did not eat the baby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, the, the I'm glad got a bad we get rap for baby eating, but yes. it's not true.
1: Well, I better not talk about that. But no, I don't think it did. <laughs> it couldn't have.
0: The, no, there was a big trial over there. Wasn't yes,
1: there? yeah, back in gosh, what was it? The early 80s. Mm.
0: Yeah, there was uh, about Azaria
1: a... Chamberlain, the little baby that was um, stolen by dingo and eaten and never found. And then the mother was, for 10 years, I believe, um, Lindy Chamberlain went through the court system and had a really tough time. There's a movie out with Meryl Streep playing her character. That's where she had a really bad Australian accent. Uh, the first time I think she's like ever me. done a bad accent. Yeah. yeah, She's like, the dingo ate me, baby. <laughs> so that's where that comes from. Anyway, we digress.
0: We shouldn't have laughed at that, but that is... Yeah. No, that's, that's, well, that's very true. Mm-hmm. I was laughing at your impression. That's right. Not of no, the fact no. that the not the, dog tragedy. Ate, uh, the, of the tragedy. Of course. So, so let's talk about NLP. What, right. is, what is NLP?
1: Uh, NLP stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming. And it was developed in the 70s by two men, Richard Bandler and John Grinder. And uh, basically, they went and modeled successful people, influential people, salespeople, politicians, and wanted to find out why are these people so influential and so great at getting a result from someone, either to make a new choice or to feel better or do something that they wanted them to do. And uh, out of that, they came up with certain steps and and, uh, ways of influencing or ways of creating change. So NLP is basically the way humans think, behave and change.
0: So it is something that it's something that you've learned how to do to change people's behavior?
1: Yes, you can use it in that way. Um, yeah, I, I learned how I actually studied NLP originally in Australia about seven years ago.
0: Which, by the way, it's very accepted and normal. Very
1: much so, yeah. In fact, um, you know, there's a great story I, my brother had was at a function. This is about eight years, nine years ago. He was at a, a work function in Melbourne, in the city of Melbourne. And it was a very, you know, a, um, a very uh, high-end function. And it was black tie and all that. toity. Well, there was a friend of Peter's who had just lost his job at um, at a company, and he happened to be talking with um, one of the head head uh, the head of the HR department at the local the um, the main newspaper in Melbourne. And they were having a conversation, and this friend of Peter's was NLP trained, and he happened to mention it to the HR director of this newspaper, and he just said, "You're hired on the spot." Really? So he started Monday, and he's been there ever since.
0: Now, what was it that he can do in the business world to help with the the newspaper
1: the knowledge of nlp is so vast you can use it in so many ways advertisers use it all the time even if they don't know they're using it they're using it Um, it's a great tool to use um, for marketing products in the way we language things in how we present things how the unconscious perceive things so that it goes into the unconscious and then we have a desire to purchase something Uh, it's also some, oh, yeah,
0: is that kind of, is that kind of like subliminal advertising? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. So
1: even when they say we're not doing that anymore, they use it in so many ways that it doesn't have to be a hidden image. Uh, it can be very obvious. You know, it's it's a way of um, instigating desire within the person so that they suddenly want to have that product.
0: So is it something that you can make somebody, you can control somebody with it?
1: I don't think that's a good word because ultimately we can't really control people. They make that choice themselves. I mm-hmm. think we can influence enough to the point where someone could say, yes, I'll do that. I mean, ultimately, I don't sit and watch TV and go, oh, I'm going to run out and buy a Big Mac. You know, I'm not going to go and do something based I on do. TV. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Two, three times a week.
1: Okay, then we need to talk. <laughs> um, Just kidding. Yeah. Um, it really, it. It has a level of influence, I think is certainly the word. But people absolutely are more influenced than others. They're the people that, you know, they will they will go and run out and buy the latest thing or they hear someone talking about oh, this great little pocket um, computer. Oh, I'm going to go get it. And they might be influenced. But see, people can be influenced by, for example, let's say you want to buy a car. Now, it might take – you might be the kind of person, Kevin, that says – You look in the paper, you see the picture, and you see the price. That's what I want. And you go out, look at the car, and you buy it. Someone else might need to hear from three different sources about that car. So they might look at it and then say, "Mm, go home and do some research on the internet, talk to some people, go to a couple of dealerships. They might need to hear three different ideas on that product. Mm -hmm. Then there's people that will get in the car turn the stereo on and drive it, listen to the stereo, listen to the wheels on the road, listen to the door close, and it could be an auditory experience. Like it could be completely up to how it sounds to them. So we're all very different in how we choose to experience something and how we choose to have something. So influence, when you know how someone's taking information in, we can influence someone based on that. I don't think controls the right word. However, you could look at Hitler and see what he did. He absolutely influenced a nation, and was extremely controlling in what he did. But he made it so appealing to the people that they thought, he's right, I'm going to do that.
0: Absolutely. When we come back, you're going to do something for us to make us all feel better, aren't you? Yes. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. You're listening to KKNW 1150 AM. Eric, what song is that? It's called Untitled. We went over this yesterday. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I didn't recognize it, so it's the song is actually called Untitled. Yeah. It is? It's, it's by cool. Interpol. Yeah, Interpol did it and it's called Untitled. That's cool. I can just imagine them sitting around a table going, "I don't know what do you want to call it?" Uh, I don't know. Well, you... before before that it was called Intro. Then they changed it to Untitled cuz Intro they figured, what if we want to play it in the middle of the set?
1: <laughs> so, c- can we use that when I go through this process in the background quietly? Sure. Because what we're going to do is create an anchor, which uh, is something that's a really powerful tool. And music is a fantastic anchor. And an anchor is something that fires something off. For example, if you were to go back home and, you know, to, to your childhood home and you smell the smells of home, or you'd go right back to those childhood memories. Or if someone plays music from your childhood and you're like, oh, I remember that song. Yeah. You know, that's an anchor. And Pavlov uh, had used that for, you know, the Pavlov dog story. You've heard about that, right? Ring the bell, the dogs would salivate. Right? Mm -hmm. Well, he used that and that was an anchor. So the bell became the anchor for the dogs. I actually use a bell for my dog to go potty. He rings it with his nose and he goes potty because I created an anchor when he was a pup. I made him ring the bell. And, say, and then I would say, let's go potty. And when we went outside and he was doing his business, I'd say, good potty. And just over and over and over and over again. Well, now, when he's got to go, I could be sitting anywhere in the house, and I'll hear a ding-ding, and he taps it with his nose, and he waits by the door.
0: <laughs> that is really cool. Yes. Now, my dog has developed different things. It's like, hey, come here. <laughs> i got to go.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And that works too. <laughs> that's an anchor. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah. So give us an anchor, and that can be the music. We're going to use there.
1: the music, and what I'll do um, is I'll give you uh, a little signal to when to have the music coming. Because what we I want call it a cue in I, the biz. There we go. <laughs> I'm going to give you a cue. <laughs> All right. Got it. Okay. So what I want to do is I want to just give people an example of how simple and effortless it is to feel good. Okay. Please do. Okay. Now, on a day like today, some of you may have an anchor to this kind of weather. Some of you may look out and go, oh, it makes me feel this or that, or I've got to go to work and I'm tired and I'm drained and why do I have it's to do this? It's
0: dreary. It's cold. It's okay. wet. It's rainy. Yes. It's beautiful. It's right. Dreary. Now, for
1: some people, they love that. Eric, do you actually like this weather? Oh, yeah. Thank you. It's really okay. Nice. So, do so I. I. they, oh, see, so now you change yeah, your right. mind, <laughs> don't you, Kevin?
0: Yes. Every Sheep. morning it comes in. Follow oh. up.
1: <laughs> So for some people, this is great weather and it feels good for them. Other people don't like it. So what I want to use as an example of this kind of weather and how we decide how we're going to feel about something internally. A lot of times we think, oh, but this person or this boss or, you know, this relationship, this job, this income, this car, whatever. We blame other things outside of ourselves. It's all
0: being done to me.
1: Right. And it's so much easier to just go, oh, I'm going to take responsibility for how I feel right now. So for everyone out there, just think about maybe some of you have got something going on, you're not feeling 100%, you're not feeling great. Whatever is going on, I just want everyone to just get in touch with that feeling. Some of you, it may be pretty easy to get in touch with that feeling. So I just want you to notice how you feel and inside your own mind, give yourself uh, a level from 1 to 10 of where you are on that scale. 10 being fantastic, feel great, awesome, excited, happy to be alive. 1 being you want to go back to bed and go to sleep mm-hmm. okay So everyone out there just get your get a number for yourselves on what you think you are. All right now what I want you to do is to immediately change your physiology, change your body. So if your legs are crossed, uncross them. If you slouch sit up. Uh, if you're standing, sit, if you're sitting stand. If you're driving and you're slouched, sit up nice and straight turn off, don't turn off the radio <laughs> <laughs> Do not turn off your radio. <laughs> But if you've, got the, uh, if you've got the heat cranked up, just get a little cooler in the car or something like that. Or get some wind getting in there. Change the environment. So, And this is effective to use. If you're in one particular room, move to another room. Get some essential oils or some an incense or get something, spray some a different smell. Light a candle. Light a candle. Do something different. Right now, I can guarantee you've probably moved. There's been something that's shifted internally. Whatever number you were you've gone up. I can guarantee you've gone up a number because you've changed your physiology and your state. Now, if you were to go back to the same place, the same way you were sitting and whatever you were doing, you could go right back into those old feelings. All right. So we're going to get back and go into the state of feeling good. So I want you to sit the way or stand the way, wherever you are, get into that breathing state. So breathe the way you would breathe if you felt really, really good and just pretend you feel good. Honestly, this is going to sound so ridiculous, but put that smile on your face, like really a stupid big smile, um, breathe that way, whatever it is, because it does something to your, the chemicals in your brain. Your unconscious is going to go, what is this idiot doing? Okay, but what's going to happen? It's so impressionable. Your unconscious is so impressionable, no matter what you're saying to it. It is influenced by that. So let's get you in that physiology right now. Some of you might want to go back in time and think of a time when you felt great, when you just felt so good, when it felt like the sunniest day of your life or it felt like the greatest day of your life. Think of that time right now and notice what took place in your body. How were you breathing? How were you feeling? How was your body physically standing, sitting, moving, whatever you were doing? Breathe the way you would breathe while you think about how good that feels. Now, what we're going to do is really imagine this is moving through your body and it's happening right now in this moment. You're going to just think about the past, but you're going to have it feeling right now. Now some of you might want to remember a time or think of a time or make up a time in the future that you would feel good. Think of a goal you want. Think of a relationship that you have or a person that you love or think of something you're about to do or a trip you're going on or went on or whatever it is, bring it in right now and feel how good that feels now. Breathe the way you would breathe if you were feeling that way right now. Now breathe that way and notice what you're seeing, what you're hearing and what you're feeling and notice what's going on. Now, if you're seeing bright colors and that feels good, I want those colors even brighter. The pictures, the images that you're flashing through your mind right now, make them bigger and clearer and stronger. If you wanna bring the pictures in into your mind, have them really clear in your mind. Whatever that picture or image is, make it bigger, clearer, stronger. Okay, now as you do that, notice your breathing changing and you're feeling good. You're starting to actually feel the good feelings. Now in your body, if you're feeling a good feeling and you want to intensify that feeling, breathe it through your body right now. Let that energy move through your body. Feel those good feelings right now. And if you have to hear something, then you want to hear a sound that will really let you feel good. That's right. Let it begin now. Feel really good. Now take this in right now and create an anchor for yourself deep inside with this music. Notice how each moment you breathe, you feel better, you feel stronger, you feel more alive, ready to take on the day. That's right. Breathe the way you would breathe. Let that breathing happen naturally. Breathe deeply as if you're breathing in life. Breathe life right deep into your soul. And some of you might visualize energy moving into your body Let it move into your body now and some of you might hear that sound as the anchor and let that sound be your anchor and every time you hear that sound on the radio you can feel this good feeling now. Feel that good feeling now. And some of you can just choose to feel it simply because you want to feel it. And some of you can change your state immediately, just decide to feel good right now. And let's see, go inside now and check on in your mind what number you're at now. If you're closer to 10, which I'm sure you most probably would be. And if some of you are like, I'm not chained and it's not happening, <laughs> then great. Because you can stay there or you can just choose to move. Move your body. Just pretend you feel good. Pretending is a really clever thing to do. Because you will. That's it. Yep.
0: Because it will become your reality.
1: Exactly. Sometimes we're like, we're so bogged down and so like, oh, I can't do this, that we have to pretend and make like you're building a muscle. When you go to the gym and start working out, it's like, I don't want to do this. And you got to get into it for a couple of days. And then it's like, yeah, I love this. It's the same with our emotions. We have to condition ourselves to feel good.
0: But isn't that really what we all need to do? if we are going to be successful yes personally professionally with our relationships with all of those things it's kind of like psyching yourself up for before a football game absolutely the same thing and and you apply the same techniques don't yes, you yes
1: exactly and that's it that psyching yourself up for a fo- football game is an anchor you know there's a way of doing it and you do it every time and you psych up it's the same thing for life we just forget We forget to psych up for life and forget to psych up for our day. And so we let the external circumstances influence or dictate how we're going to feel. Well, it's just not the way it is.
0: No, because you can ultimately. Now, I know that we say to people, you can change your life and you can dictate what you're feeling and how you are feeling, but sometimes sometimes people feel like they're being pummeled about the head and shoulders from external sources and there's nothing that they can do about it. How do they change that? Well,
1: you know, this is my personal feeling on that. I think when we have things going on, like some people do just have events after event after event. Now, okay, that happens, and maybe they just feel like they deserve that, or maybe they, it just happens. I really believe that, let's say, uh, something take, takes place and we feel sad, or disappointed absolutely feel the feeling it's there it's a little gift it's a message feel the feeling acknowledge it feel it and then move on
0: that's the key isn't mm-hmm. it? the moving yeah. on part and I think it, it is you know, if you wallow in it
1: it's very easy to wallow because it's it's a feeling of like oh this is this is safe I don't really have to go out and expose myself to the world I don't have to be seen by the world I can just stay in this little wallowy space and it really is something that uh, it's something that we have to push past that. We have to include the feeling and then move on.
0: Because moving on. Now, you that's a wallowy it. space, not a wallaby space, right? <laughs> well, it could be a wallaby space, mate. Okay.
1: Just curious. <laughs> we can call it a wallaby space from now on. Now, that is a reframe, which is another NLP technique.
0: And when we come back from this break, I want to talk about that. By the way, if you've got an issue that you would like to call Maria about and if you need to make a change in your life if you need to change a paradigm if you want to be successful in business and you're not if there's a reason for it and that reason may be that you aren't don't believe that you're worthy of it and so you're sabotaging yourself and she can help you with that Mm -hmm. so that you stop doing those things that are self-destructive and can get you in big trouble we'll be right back after these messages All right, you're listening to Positive Talk Radio, and I don't know who I am. (laughs) Neat. (laughs) Neato. It's Dick Van Dyke. Dyke. (laughs) Starring as a chimney sweep. (laughs) (laughs) He is, he is. (laughs) Mary Poppins. Well, you know, it's so fun to have somebody from another country here, especially somebody as gifted as Maria is, which you clearly are. By the way, before we go on any further, because... We were talking about going into the break. We we're talking about sabotaging yourself, mm. and uh, somebody can talk to you about, or you can talk to somebody about that, and you can help them. But you really need to see them, don't you? To, Sometimes. To have the full effect. I
1: mean, it all depends. Like, I could be talking to someone on the phone, and you might hear them. Their voice tone will change. Uh, you can ask them, you know, do you see anything? Are you hearing anything or feeling anything? I can do it over the phone. It is, to me, I much prefer seeing someone because it's, it's, to me, that's the gold. When you find out specifically what's stopping them and there's questions that you ask and you find out what is stopping them from having what they want and you see it in their eyes. They look a certain in a certain way and it can uncover great mysteries that they didn't even know were happening.
0: Because these things that they do are are unconscious mm-hmm. yes. and they're manifested in the way that they move the way that they look mm-hmm. how they look yep. and that sort of thing and you can pick up on that and and there are signs that you can help them with
1: yes absolutely the unconscious is uh extremely powerful in that it holds all of our our memories and dreams and hopes it holds everything all the things that have influenced even things we don't think we pay attention to it's it's held in that place so it's, it, it's that's interesting. Mm, and really NLP goes past the conscious mind, which is trying to stay in charge and trying to control everything. It, it looks beyond the conscious and sees the unconscious. Like, oh, here's what's really going on. Like a lot of times if you ever hear someone say a Freudian slip, they use the, a word they didn't think they should have used. It, but, well, that's the unconscious revealing something. Okay? Wow. Right. And that's, the unconscious reveals things in our dreams. The unconscious reveals amazing things. If you ever ask a question before you go to sleep. Notice what you dream to get the answer.
0: And a lot of times the answer will come to you.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Now, can you use the same practices through meditation and and getting in, in touch with your higher self?
1: Yep, absolutely. You can go through the same process. You know, a great thing is creating an anchor when we meditate. Okay, so one of those things might be the music or the candles or the oils or if there's a water fountain that you have while you're meditating a certain place, that becomes an anchor and should only ever that space should only ever be used for meditation. And what you want to do is, for some people out there that are like, hi, self, connect to what, you know, <laughs> then pretend you're connecting to something. Right. Pretend that you are connecting to whatever you want to call it, to God, to spirit, to the universe, to whatever it is for you. Pretend you're doing it and notice what happens because the unconscious is so impressionable and it it's like, hey, connecting with this spirit being is really cool and I feel good and notice what takes place and, um, you know, preferably connect to good things in your unconscious. So ask for the goodness to come forth and connecting with that.
0: Now, have you ever done uh, automatic writing?
1: Um, left With the left hand?
0: No, just just gone into a meditation. Uh, see, I do it on a typewriter. You go into a meditation. Try this at home, everyone. Go into a meditation and, and meditate and then ask for he, your higher self to write to you. Then ask a question and then write the first word that pops into your head. And the next one and the next one, and the next one. Concentrate on one word at a time that is being brought to you or that's coming into your head. And then after a while, you'll have a page or two. Before you're done, stop and read it you will be amazed at what you will get from that.
1: And that's powerful because that's the unconscious. You can do it with left-hand or uh, non-dominant writing as well. Just write and see what happens or just, uh, you know, when I write my journal, sometimes I'll just write whatever and it's always interesting to go back. Um, I have a great story about the power of our dreams and the unconscious. Um, one night I, uh, I, before I fell asleep, I, had, I just said, okay, unconscious, reveal to me what it is I am meant to do here on this planet. And I kept asking the question over and over and I fell asleep and the dream I had was I was sitting down in a doctor's office and a doctor came in and injected something into my vein. I looked down and pick up a card and there's four blocks and it says, um, international acclaim, fame, media attention, and the fourth one, I can't remember. And, uh, and I, in the dream I w- I suddenly in the dream said, oh, that's the question I asked before I fell asleep. And I'm like, in the dream, I started going, oh, my gosh, it's revealed to me. My unconscious revealed what I was meant to find out. So I started waking up, grab my journal and write out what I dreamt, half asleep. And then as I finished writing it, I set the journal aside. And then as I'm drifting off, I go, that's not what God wants me to do. And I fell asleep and pick up a book. And on the cover, it says what God wants me to do. (laughs) And I immediately woke up again and go, okay, that was weird. (laughs) So I think when we're willing to let our unconscious reveal things to us, it will.
0: That's a, that is an amazing story. So what it, what did it say? Are you allowed to say?
1: No, no,
0: because that's a personal.
1: It's one. yeah, yeah. It all will be revealed. Yeah. All will be revealed. And
0: yeah. by the way, I would like to get your information out so that people can contact you mm-hmm. if somebody would like to have a private session with you. How do they get hold of you?
1: They can reach me at four two five.
0: Four 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 seven one one seven, and that is uh, is that down south in, um, in South King? Actually,
1: four two five is the local number around here. But yeah, I am down. I'm down south. Yeah. yeah, I'm based down south. Yeah,
0: terrific. Let's get that number one more time. Four
1: two five four 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 seven one one seven.
0: Because if you have issues now, now NLP, what can it help people with?
1: Well, phobias. Um, you know, I actually have a friend who had a serious snake phobia and now she doesn't. Um, oh, she, you're kidding! Yes. And oh. she also had a water phobia, but she's let's, over that one too. Let's.
0: Uh, um, uh, she no, she's she's not going to do it. She's maybe?
1: actually here right now. She's
0: she, here right now, and yeah. yes, she is. Go ahead and turn our microphone. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, it'd be good
1: yeah. to talk about.
0: Okay. It. okay. Oh, she's got a phobia about that. <laughs> yeah, can, she does. We've so got let's three keep minutes. That right can, now. can you fix the phobia? I don't want to bleeping everything. She's <laughs> got a microphone phobia. She's got a mic. Actually, she's got a. I'm going to say something bad on the radio yeah. phobia. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so how did you get rid of the snake thing? Because I got a snake thing. I okay. believe that in a previous time or whatever that I was bitten or terrified. And when I was a kid, I had a dream of a, of a snake biting me in the neck. And mm-hmm. I think that, that from... And I remember that vividly. So snakes and me, it's like when I go to Arkansas, I have to stay on the third floor of the hotel. Right. Because there are so many snakes in the area and stuff. But, but-
1: Okay, so that dream right there is what I would work on. I would change your experience of the dream. I'd change probably, I'd get you in touch with that dream right back to the, the memory. I'd get you feeling the feelings of fear of snake. Oh, man. Um, we call them Joe Blakes in Australia.
0: Well, you've got um, so many of them. That's why my wife is trying to get me to go to Australia, and all I have to do is say twelve poisonous snakes.
1: Actually, nineteen. Oh, yes, terrific. But that's okay, nineteen um, varieties of poisonous yeah, snakes. But they're not going to get. They don't eat much. That's what my dad always <laughs> told me when I was little. <laughs> um, but you know what I'd do is get you to get in touch with the memory, and this dream in particular. I'd change the visuals. I'd change the auditory, I'd change what you're seeing and what you're feeling and what you're hearing, and put in a new memory. And pretty much sometimes we've got to swish things around and make them different, make it feel different, and create a new neuron connection.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: the way the neurons have been firing, we're going to rewire them.
0: Interesting. Now yeah. I, I just popped into my head the water phobia thing. In 1976, a movie came out. I was 13 years old or so. No. In 1976, I was 18 years old. And uh, the movie came out that changed my relationship with water in the short term because it was... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> That's the one. and And it really did because... Before that I loved the water was never scared of it a day in my life but then I saw this movie and of course you were terrified because of the shark and the gruesome way that people died and 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 the marvelous movie that it was and the next time I went in the water I think it was my bathtub I was scared to death and and I, even in a pool for a while and that isn't that's kind of the same thing you're programming in reverse right
1: Right exactly that's it you the way it got anchored together so you saw something and felt something, and then you create it. It got linked together, together which is called synesthesia. Okay, so the visual and the kinesthetic, boom, they, they connect together, hold together, and then you start to exaggerate that out or generalize that experience and say, I'm afraid of water. And then cool. Yes. Yeah, so what we do is undo that undo the the visual undo the auditory or the kinesthetic undo it and then create a new picture a new memory
0: by the way and i'm not sure if i can make you come next monday but but maria a couple of mondays ago was at stonehouse books with yes. us on uh at night from seven to nine which was a wonderful thing and i actually yes. have an email and before we go because i oh, want your yeah. impression of it mm. I'd, i we received this today and this is from somebody that uh, came to a monday night and well they they didn't come to a monday night but i know them and I got them the product and the nutrition, nutritional system that we talk about on Monday nights. And this is the email that she sent us. It was, hi, Kevin. Yesterday, I had lost seven pounds. I lost my appetite. I lost my food obsession. I lost my sugar cravings. I lost my tiredness. I lost my fast food addiction. What I have found is hope for a healthy body. Once again, a new outlook on food, the power to say no, to treats offered at a woman's circle last night with effort, effort, effortless ease. I feel like the amino acids are balancing my biochemistry out just like I'd read it would in the many books about health, depression, weight loss, sugar cravings, etc. However, this system is giving it all to me without the need to buy pills, mix my own remedies, which is time-consuming and a hassle that isn't geared for my success. Because mm. I trust your intuition and your intuitive abilities.
1: Yeah, so- this, is, this is a pretty exciting product because I will say I, have, I never get involved in anything like this, never have. Never have. Never have, never will. And this is the first time that I've actually thought, this is absolutely fantastic, what it can do, what it gives people. I have a very good friend of mine that has had phenomenal results. And to see her struggle for years with her weight and challenges with that, and then suddenly just to see her alive and just ready to take on life again, that she can have a great day and say, I can go out and live life and feel great again, that to me is absolutely priceless and to
0: be more in control of their own destiny
1: exactly and that's exactly what we have the power to do that is what choice is and something like isogenics is a choice you either take it or you don't but you accept the consequences of how your life is
0: exactly mm. and and this is a great way for you to live a better life maria thank you for being thank here thank you I really enjoyed having yes. you here we'll be right back after the break Myself this way, life is ours, we live it our way. All these words I don't just see